carjacks. This is all coming together. Um, it's working. That's exciting. Because uh, we had a vision and we had a plan and uh, it's kind of getting to the blast off, you know, almost the, almost to this like level of the spy balloon. Were you going to say the stars? (laughs) Stars. Are they stars though? I don't know. There could be a million Chinese air balloons out there. (laughs) Spy balloons. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get into current events maybe uh, sometime too. But, um, you know, this is episode one of the podcast Carjacks. And um, I'll introduce myself first. Actually, Carjacks, let's do that. Carjacks. So, in the car business, um, there's a term called jack bags. Those guys are jacks. Jack wagon. Jack wagon. Um, Complete jack. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, but what's funny is car jacks, I'm a car guy. Of course, customers are jacks. Um, And, uh, but so are salespeople you work with and managers. Sales guys are the biggest jacks. (laughs) Owners, desk managers. Super jacks. Um, you know, the the finance guys that turn pasty white and uh, lose all their um, sense of humor, right? Sense of humor, eyebrows, anything <laughs> else? <laughs> eyebrows. Sorry, Brent. Um, Still love you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's where it came from. It's a jack of all trade. It's the whole business and wrapped into one. Uh, finance people, banks. Um, bank reps, service managers, <laughs> I mean, parts guys. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. That guy's a jack, you know, waste of time. Um, so that's where that's where the name came from. And uh, if you're a car guy, you know it and you speak it every day, you know. So uh, uh, I'll start out with uh, my name's Cole and um, I'm 27 years in the car business. And um, my sidekick here is Chris Evans. Say hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to use my last name, but we can bleep that out, can't we? Oh, I did use your last name, didn't I? That's all right. Do we leave it? I think they can. we can leave it. Enough <laughs> people know me. Good or bad. <laughs> you know, so uh, we're going to tell the story of like who we are, uh, why we're here, and um, what we, uh, why we love the car business. And we can't get out of it, you know, so um, can't get away from it. So we're going to talk about in this podcast um, a little bit of everything. Nothing's off limits. Um, Stories, uh, moments, triumphant scenarios, um, you know, stuff written in magazines, fanfare, but then the scandals. Super scandals. You know, there's there's some uh, stories out here, um, nationally, locally. I'm not even gonna. It's just it, that people are like what that happened in the car business. 
And there's so many things that you don't even know, you know, so um, finance, interest rates, service contracts, warranties, one of the same um, lingo terminology, um, like everything. Um, so that's what we're going to do uh, on a weekly basis, uh, maybe more than a week, a weekly. Um, um, so when we record these, we'll probably pre-record them, um, of course, and then there, we'll drop them in an order, but, um, we'll probably make a library in, in the beginning, uh, is what I'm thinking. And then, um, uh, we can start rolling them out when we know how often we can make another one. So, but a little bit about me, my background, I'm, like I said, 27 years in the car business. Um, oddly enough, I was a union electrician before I got in the car business and I was an apprentice and, um, I didn't like it and, uh, I, I wasn't married yet, but I was, uh, engaged. And, uh, of course my fiance at that time, um, his father was traditional job, great job, earn a trade, you know, you're doing great, blah, blah, blah. And part of the issue was I didn't uh, like it. So I was, I was in the right place for a phone call that I got, which was a high school slash childhood friend of mine known him my entire life. And, um, he was in selling cars and we were talking and uh, I think he called me for something else or whatnot. And he said, Hey, by the way, uh, the dealership's hiring. And, um, they mentioned the type of people they're looking for. And of course I thought of you first. And I just always thought, uh, you'd do good in the car business and you'd be a good car salesman. And, um, I never had thought about it. Now, my entire life, people told me I'd be in sales. You know, Cole, you're going to be a good salesman, blah, blah, blah. And, and of course, I, I was growing up pushing lawns and um, shoveling snow and whatever. You know, um, I was able to get people to do things with, with me. So um, I had first I had to tell my fiance that I wanted to quit the apprenticeship at the um, to be an electrician and, uh, that I wanted to go sell cars. Um, excuse me. Somebody's not on. Oh, you know what? That's another thing. I'm going to have to figure out how to turn off the notifications on my computer. Oh, uh, yep. So bear, I'm not doing that right now, folks, but, um, our, our phones are in airplane mode, but my computer is still getting my stuff from my phone evidently. So I, I'll turn that off, but you're going to hear some dings and dongs and, It'll just see how important we really are. Yeah. So um, anyway, I, I I I went and got the job. Um, oddly enough, what's weird is I, you know I had great insurance at the as an electrician, and um, I wasn't going to get insurance until um, ninety days or something. I think it was initially. Um, and uh, my first ability to realize that I could do this is the owner of that dealership. Um, uh, the general partner, um, he, um, I negotiated with him and I got him to pay my insurance for 90 days. So we had the, um, they, well, I, now that I think about it, they would have had to have lied about my, when I got there. No, 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 no. They cobra my insurance. Oh, there you go. So they, for three months, they paid my insurance. Um, and then, I, their insurance was so expensive compared to what I had that they paid me the difference. 
So they bonused me every month. And this is before I sold my first car. Mm. Okay. Um, evidently, my interview went well enough that, yeah. you know. So um, right away, I did a great job. Um, salesman of the month. Um, you know, it was just going through the motions, though, of being um, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And, um, and, and I'm going to say it because it, it doesn't really matter. We're, gonna, we're not going to say some dealer's names just out of um, they're currently in business. Um, but Peyton Wells is gone. Way gone. And um, the thing about this place was this, this was my first experience in the car business. And like if you think about all the worst of the worst of car business, um, prostitution, cocaine, um money laundering um drinking on the job all this stuff on the job by the way um through the back door of the, of the general partner um everybody can do the can figure it out you know um and um it, i i was doing such a good job selling cars and then i remember i'm almost a year in and i'm and i'm following up or seeing people with the in their oil change or whatever. And I'm talking to them. And of course the people I know locally, your friends and family, the first people you sell cars to and you follow up with them and they say, Cole, we love you. Um, but we can't buy another car from here. You know, the, the after service stuff was just horrible. They wouldn't pay off trades. They were selling warranties and not, um, registering the warranties. They were keeping the money. Um, it was just crazy. And, uh, and I realized that if I wanted to stay in the car business, I couldn't be there anymore. You know, so, oh, at the end, when they got out of trust with Ford and they padlocked the doors of the building, um, but right there at the end, you'd get a paycheck and then you'd get in a line in the hallway to the owner's office and then he would write a check out of his personal account and then you'd hand back the company check and then you could go cash that because up until then you'd get a check and you'd go over and there wouldn't even there wouldn't be enough money there yet so you just stand in line until they'd say okay we have the money now and go up and get your paycheck you know, or cash your check so um that was my first experience in the car business and i i realized i didn't um want to be there anymore if i was going to do long term and at this store by the way at this store uh there's a guy that I went to lunch with. His name was Tim McBride. He was the, he was the, there be people that listen to know Tim. Um, he was the commercial manager and we went to lunch one day and this is a couple weeks before I left and telling him about my uh, issues. And he said, are you a lifer or not? And I said, what? He said, are you a lifer or not? You got to decide either you're all the way in. And you're a lifer and you're going to chase this dream and you're going to put all the work into it. And this is going to be your life or you're just in here to make some money and looking for the next thing. And um, I've always thought about that moment because it's 27 years later now. And I did try some other things along the way um, to where I am now out of the business. But here I am talking about the business. So uh, anyway, I, I, I left and uh, I went to another store in another town and met a guy there, uh, Mike Norris. I'll give him my shout out because he's my mentor. 
Um, he's who taught me that you could make money in the car business and it's okay to do it and uh, just be the best negotiator and um, what cars are worth and how you stage cars and how you market cars and all that. And when he left to go work for the largest auto group in the state, he took me with him. And um, that's where, and since then, I've been in the car business. Um, it's 12 years with uh, one group. Um, been a sales manager. Been a new car manager, a used car manager. Been a GSM. Um, done plenty of finance, um, but never was a finance manager. Just skipped over that. Of course, back up and whatnot. Understood it dot matrix printers, right? Licking the paper and lining it up and getting it to <laughs> backwards, forwards, backwards, the forwards. Up, up, down, down. Left, <laughs> up, right. up, down, down, left, right. Boop, boop, beep, 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 print. Damn it. You know, so uh, I've seen it all. Um, I've been on the road. I've done super sales, um, running uh, teams um, all over the country, both coasts. Uh, important domestic stores, seen seen it seen it all. Fifty thousand pieces of mail. Um, understand how mail works. Think about guys. There's so many things. Direct mail. You know, we we're, we can talk about these things because you know you can falsify mail doc mail documentation. Um, not the end user, um, the the company. So, you know, sell 50,000 pieces of mail, but only send out 20,000 pieces of mail um, because uh, it happens all the time. So there's horror stories out there that we'll talk about from every, uh, every part of the business. Um, and then uh, I decided I wanted to find another way to do things, and I started doing um, it for people separately. I don't want to call myself a broker because I wasn't. Um, I just have relationships with lots of other dealers, you know, and did cars that way. And that's what I do. And, uh, now I, uh, talk about cars and, uh, that's what Chris and I are going to do. And, um, I met Chris at one of those dealerships and, uh, he had never been in the car business before. How long ago was that, Chris? Going on, uh, 15th year this year. So 15 years ago, um, we were at the largest Buick GMC store. Um, was it Pontiac then for you? Just just left Pontiac in 2008. So. Okay. Yeah. So um, I was a Pontiac, Buick, and GMC. And um, we, we took this store from a flood zone, um, 300 cars a month, uh, one finance guy, a, f a special finance guy every once in a while. Um, there towards the end, we had one consistently. Um, and what, 10, 10 salespeople, uh, 300 cars a month. And then we went to a, major, a big store. Uh, we built a new store, you know, to 40 salespeople. And um, I was there a few years before Chris came. Um, but, uh, no, yeah, because that, that's a long, gosh, I, I keep thinking, that's crazy, Chris, because seven, geez, 17 years ago, because, um, yeah, I was in uh, Michigan. Gosh. Time flies. That is nuts. Um, 
but Chris and I hooked up and um, <laughs> not <laughs> we met. Whoa! <laughs> and um, he, uh, I remember him asking me coming in like my office. You know, I had an office and I sold a lot of cars. And he came in and said, "How do you do it?" You know, I want to do it your way. And um, that was it. And I just said, this is how you do it, man. You know, you're your own boss and you take care of the customer and the desk isn't your friend. There's no money at the desk. You got to do all the talking with you and your customer and you got to go up there and log the deal. You know, you're, you're that confident. You have that kind of commitment and there's no reason to go back and forth. And when you go to the desk, you log it. And um, that was it. And he took off and he was very successful. And what you went to, did you go to use cars first or finance first? Um, so, you know, just a little background, you know, for me, because I was totally different. I, I, I worked at Charles Schwab right out of high school. So I was um, doing cashiering. Um, I got the job as a uh, temporary agent and I got this job doing cashiering and I was like, man, I like the hustle and bustle. I like the, you know, the day-to-day interactions and uh, that was 96, 97. I got hired on full time in 96, a year after being a temporary and I was like, I want to trade stock. So I was like, okay, so where do I need to do to do this? You know, so on and so forth. Let me be the best worker here. So, well, I never had that chance. I started studying for my series six, series seven. And that was when the big crash uh, stock market went down and Charles Schwab laid off a bunch of people, gave me a severance package, paid for me to get my series six, series seven so I could trade. And, um, but I had a nice chunk of change and I'm, just out of high school, I'm like, well, what do I do now? So uh, I decided to go to the East Coast. I went to uh, Atlantic City. I worked at Bally's Hotel and Casino, just passing out a resume. I was going up the boardwalk, and if you know the boardwalk of Atlantic City, you know it can't be the uh, – it's not the brightest. Uh, it's not Vegas, but it's uh, it's definitely East Coast Vegas. Got a job there. Um, liked it, loved it, but I was going – I was – on my lunch break, you couldn't gamble at the same casino that you worked at. So on my lunch, I'd go across to, uh, I worked at Bally's. We, I'd go across to Wild Wild West, shoot craps, come back, make more money than I did then in my full day of work. So I was like, okay, well, this isn't really what I'm looking for, but cause I could just come out here. You know, I was eating, eating in the casino, uh, cafeterias, eat whatever you want, you get a filet for lunch, breakfast. I'd get up, I'd go eat. You know, I mean, I'm serious. You can have anything. The, the casino business is where it's at. If you want to eat, you can eat whatever you want, whenever you want, as long as you work there. So I did that for about two years, came back, uh, and I actually, you know, I met my son's mom. You know, and that's one of those things. I, I came back just to say hi to my mom and dad, and, you know, and I popped one out. Uh that kind of kind of spoiled things for a minute. <clears throat> Didn't spoil things, but spoiled me going back to Atlantic City. So I came back, uh, started working at uh, a golf course. I did, you know, banquets, 
you know, customer service is pretty much what I was doing, rolling out red carpet for people, you know, making sure their event was the best of the best. Everybody was happy. Well, what's good is that's a good segue because one thing about you that you're extremely good at is dealing with customers and really making that they don't even realize that they become your friend. Right. You know, and uh, you're extremely trustworthy. And um, so that probably plays a lot into how, what you do now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, I was doing that for, uh, you know, I was making good money, same thing, in, good insurance, but I was working 70 some hours a week, you know, I'm up and up until the, the wedding ceremonies, the reception's over with, you know, you're cleaning up, doing all that stuff. A mutual friend of ours, uh, Jacob, he, he's like, Hey man, come, come down to, where I'm at, which was where you were at, the, the largest GMC uh, place uh, in Indiana. And I was like, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm, I got a kid. I, I don't know about the money-wise. You know, I'm, I'm good here. And, um, you know, finally, I was like, I had to talk to my dad. He said, you know, do it. Uh, make, you know, if you're not going to know what, what you want to do unless you find out that you do it and you like it, you know, so... Um, I did, I did the same thing. I went out, put in my, in my, the interview process. First of all, if you want to talk about that, <laughs> talk, talk about how many, did you process. only, did you only interview, uh, at BPG? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That, that was the only place I applied. That's the only place that uh, I went. Cause I was like, you know, if I'm going to try this, I want to be somewhere where I at least know one person that can show me what's going on or what, what to do because I had, I had no clue. I mean, literally I, I'm not a, I'm not a huge car guy per se. I'm, I'm not somebody that looks under the hood or can yeah. pop, pop a cylinder out yeah. or, you know, I, that, I'm, it's never been me, but, but as far as accommodating people with, you know, requests, their needs, what they want, you know, I'm, that's me. I'm, I'm, I can, I can, uh, I can uh, help anybody out the, any way I can. Okay. You know what's crazy <laughs> is I've known you a long time, but I had no idea about the New Jersey Charles Schwab yeah. part of your life. Yeah. Zero chance, right? Yeah. If if you had to, if you had to say, where where do you think Chris was, worked before he came to you meet him? I'd be like, uh, windows. He probably sold windows door to door. You know, yeah. because, uh, you know, you got to have a certain ability to go door to door. And uh, and that's a compliment because, you know, I, I did vacuum cells in high school. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I was selling, you know, like that time, this is 1990. And I'm selling I'm selling uh, $1,500 vacuums door to door rainbows. Yeah. You know, and. uh it's you learn quick that it's uh, you got to keep going, right? Yeah, a lot of those. It was Kirby for me. It wasn't Rainbow, but it was. You did Kirby. the same. Uh, that's same crazy. Thing. Yeah, it was. You know what? There's a lot of car guys with vacuums. Yeah. Well, one one of our favorites, um, you know Faulkner. Do you know he was a vacuum? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Can you? I mean, you it was be, great at it. Wait a minute. Did you ever meet the guy that he worked for? No. You, yes, you did. You just didn't know who it was. If, you, if I held my hand up and I had two thumbs, 
a little thumb. That, that, yeah. Okay. Remember yeah. that dude? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He had a. Okay, folks. He had five fingers and a right or four fingers and a thumb, and then he had another little thumb sticking off the side of it, off of the side of his hand. That's for for counting so much money. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> loaded. Yeah, the guy. And was it Kirby's for Faulkner too? Yeah. No. No. I think it was. I think it was. Uh, no, it was Kirby's for him also because because we had a conversation about that. And I'll tell you what. If you can go out there and you can sell a vacuum to somebody you've never met before, yeah, you can pretty much sell, sell anything. anything. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, and then we only got technically, and I'm, I'm reading this as this is our first episode. As we said, I've only, I can only record thirty minutes, um, so we got to fix that. There's some ways to fix it. It says, but um, so this, this be first, a first time to have a good uh, commercial then, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we can have a commercial. By our sponsors. And yeah, we are sponsored by Car Snoop. Car Snoop, the stress-free way of buying a car. Um, it's we're going to talk more about Car Snoop and um, as we go because they are our only sponsor, and um, there's a reason for that. But um, it's a it's a, it's a really awesome new way to buy a car. And uh, we'll explain that as we go. But we got like four minutes left. And, you know, we're going to talk about where we started, the types of things we used in the car business, uh, the tools, the advertising, the media. And then uh, our next episode is going to go into where the car business is now. Um, what we've gone through in the last three years. Um, and uh, what the future looks like. So that's what we're going to do. And uh, now I'm going to go and hit the, let's see if we hit this again. Let's do this. It's pretty cool. You're listening to the Car Jacks. So that's it. That's the episode, the first episode, kind of laying uh, the why, the who, the how, um, what's um, what we're going to do next. And uh, I want to thank you for listening. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies, you know, and because we're going to take um, calls, we're going to take um, emails, and uh, we're going to take ideas, and we're going to have in-studio um, interviews. And phone interviews. We're going to figure out how to do that. We think we have a, a real um, a real opportunity to do that, too. So um, video is going to come into play as well. So we'll be able to throw that in there. And then um, it's going to be Stitcher and uh, Spotify right now. Um, eventually, Apple Music. Um, YouTube. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you know. But this is... We got to figure this out. We're also we also have a website, uh, thecarjacks.com. So the, the 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 episodes will be posted there as well. So again, um, we're excited about doing this. Thanks for listening, Chris. We'll be back. Yes, sir. And um, see you next time. See ya. You're listening to Carjacks.